Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the number one international bestseller, a book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And I have a special invitation for you. If you want some great proof of the afterlife and you want to know how you can effectively communicate with your loved ones in the hereafter and you want to meet the current cutting-edge researchers in the field of after-death communications and research, I'd like you to join me at the Afterlife Research and Education Symposium. I'm one of the speakers there. It's going to be held this coming September 15th through 17th, 2017, at the Embassy Suites in Scottsdale, Arizona. You can find out more and register, if you'd like, at the website afterlifestudies.org. And also, we now have a Facebook group, because have you found in your life that maybe not everybody around you is quite into this life after death talk? In fact, many of us, there might be none or one person in our life that we can share it with. Well, I've started a Facebook group just so we can meet like-minded people. If you're on Facebook, you can type into the the search box, We Don't Die Listeners, and then just press your request and then I will see it and let you in. It is a private group so no one in your Facebook community can see it other than the group members. So I want to invite you to that. Now today on our show we have my friend Maureen Angelini. I met Maureen last month. I attended the Arthur Finley College, of course, at the great uh, college in the UK. And I know you're going to love hearing from Maureen. Like most of us, Maureen was in search of answers and has not stopped her learning. She has a bachelor's degree in child development, master's in education administration. She's a certified clinical hypnotist. She's a medium, a healer, and a trance medium. And what that means is she channels messages of healing, love, hope, and forgiveness from souls in the afterlife. And she does so much more. Maureen has a natural ability to motivate her clients and help them to live life without limitations or regrets. She's the author of the forthcoming book, Wisdom of the Afterlife. Her website is MaureenAngelini.com. So Maureen Angelini, my friend, welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Oh, thank you, Sandra. It's a delight to be on your show. I've been excited. Uh, I've been on your website. I've been in your Facebook group. What your message to all of us is we do not die needs to be heard by everyone. Uh, Thank you. That's all I can say is really thank you. I'm excited to be here and to share what I know. I am, well, let's say maybe not not, uh, 100, let's say 99.9% sure we do not die. So thank you for getting this out to everyone. Oh, yeah, no problem. It's been my passion and obviously yours too. And I remember just last month, you know, we took a course called, uh, what was it called? Contemporary Phenomenal Trance, uh, right? Yes. That was the name of it, um, at the Arthur Finley Col- uh, College, which is the premier place to learn psychic studies, medium development, all of that. And you were sitting right behind me in a small group. And I just remember your smiling face. And, you know, we didn't know what we were in for, but we were in for it together. <laughs> and it, gosh, it was so much fun. And and I have to tell you, I feel like I experienced the miraculous. I There's no other way to say it. Yes. Yes. I completely understand. Yeah. It's when we get out of our minds that uh, really magic and joy. And I think I've heard that on your show. Well, just trance means right through us and And for people who don't know what trance mediumship is it is quieting our mind and the little voice inside of our head with a prayer and intention of connection with the spirit world and we do it for a number of things one is for healing to take place you can get into this trance state and uh, send you know have our spirit friends send healing to people and to ourselves there's trance um, communication which is actually the our our loved ones from the spirit world speaking through a human being and and a voice comes out of us might be our voice but it could be them talking which is amazing and then um, there's trance speaking which is messages of inspiration and love and philosophy and and things that are coming right out of our mouths but very clear it's not coming from us 
uh, and, and to experience it and to see other people doing it. And oh, Maureen, we'll get into it in this show. I want to hear some about you. But I tell you, I really think that this, I'm so passionate about it because if this is possible, man, what else is possible? Well, how many people have received messages or in dreams? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's just putting words to it. They're profound words. We do not die. We don't die. No. These are profound, and it, we don't really think about it because they're so simple. Yes. Yep. Um, simple I, I grew up in a Catholic church religion, and, uh, you know, we died. But, gee, our loved ones watched out. For us from the other side. Right. We talked to saints to talk to God. We, um, yes, we did. I grew, up, I grew up Catholic too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of people have fear, you know, that religion is going to think, oh, can't talk to people in the afterlife, which most religions actually do. You know, might call it something else, but we do. Maureen, tell us a little bit about you. So you grew up Catholic. Were you, you know, maybe a little bit about you and what brought you into studying this world well i just my religion was i was uh very spiritual and religious so it was natural that i just talked to mary to jesus Mm -hmm. i grew up in like many people in a dysfunctional family my mother was uh, an alcoholic uh taught me a lot of lessons um and uh started me really on the journey of looking to someone who I feel secure with, and that was with the spirits and the afterlife through my religion. Uh, little did I know the religion wouldn't really accept what I'm doing mm-hmm. later on, and that's something that I had to resolve within the last six years. But my first encounter with spirits, um, it was at the age of eight. I can remember looking through my bedroom window in the evening, and I saw rows of spirits or people looking back at me. The rows, I can still see it, Sandra. Um, it scared me. Of course. <laughs> to pull down those shades. And I have to say, to this day, I really, even though I communicate with the spirit world, my shades are usually drawn <laughs> around desk. <laughs> And uh, it's just something that it scared me. Yet I've seen spirits. I've spoken. I've channeled them. But that sight at that age has stuck with me. Wow. For that image to stick with you is pretty pretty important. Uh, and I can get the it fear. Was. Absolutely, I can get the fear. You know, you don't know what it is, and it's not normal. And, you know, um, it, well, so then what happened? Well, What's the next thing? about it. Right. Well, about 20 years later, um, I was at the beach, and when I was, it was, and I, but it was dusk, but there were no shades to pull. I felt safe out there because I would see, I probably, probably see spirits creeping up on me, but I saw my deceased grandfather appear beyond the edge of the water, and then probably about five seconds later, he disappeared. Um, this, I'd had a dream about my grandfather probably two or three weeks before that, exactly like I saw him at the edge of the water. Wow. This time I talked to my grandmother about it. I had to share something with someone and my grandmother and I had never talked about spirits, but Sandra, during that conversation, she revealed that she had also seen my grandfather at the same time, dressed the same way I had seen him, and she lived 90 miles away. Hmm. What are the chances? This, Yeah, this opened up a discussion of the various images. I didn't realize that she was receiving spirit images. She didn't want them. She thought they were a curse, being mm-hmm. a good Catholic. Mm-hmm. And what she would do was to take a rosary out and pray until they disappeared. I also learned my grandfather would see he was a deep sea diver and went in to rescue um, uh, people who had passed in uh, shipwreckages 
at the bottom of the sea. And he had seen quite a bit. In fact, I've had mediums tell me that he helped souls go to the light. But this was in the early 1900s, and there's even uh, a story in the newspaper telling how he uh, helped with this famous ship to bring people up. And one time he saw a spirit he was going to pick up the next day. He was bringing a few up, and I guess the next day he was going to come back and get this other spirit. Uh, He says the next day when he dove down there, that spirit was in another location of the ship, standing up, his eyes open at the bar. (laughs) I'm going, you know, it's sort of hard to believe, as in the story in the newspaper, saying there's no way this particular spirit could have gotten to where he had seen him standing at the bar. Of course, my grandfather was an Irishman and totally understood why he would be at the bar. But that's beside the point. Well, Maureen, um, why why wouldn't these spirits who drowned have like gone into the light and crossed over? you have any speculation of why they would have stuck around? Is it fear? I would say, I would say some of it's fear, some of it's sudden. And I have heard a lot of spirits who die suddenly maybe their spirit doesn't really realize they're dead yet. And to me, as we're talking, maybe that's what happened with the spirit. Yeah, definitely true. And gosh, if you get any (laughs) more people that are good, I don't want to say necessarily Catholic people, but some, some of the strict upbringing, you know, if you didn't live a great life, you might think you're going to be punished or something crossing into the afterlife. So better to stick around where, you know, um, not that under the ocean's well, a good place to be, but <laughs> I mean, but I think that'd be a very real fear if you don't know. Well, the bodies were there, and I guess he saw souls that had not mm-hmm. gone to the light. Wow! So that you know, I don't know. This is what I've heard. Yeah, speculation. And, but some it is a speculation. But my grandmother ended the conversation with which uh, with some words that affected my life, and. Uh, uh, and it was her just protection, protection, and her words of wisdom uh, kind of gave a warning. And she said, "Warning all these and future spirit encounters, keep to yourself. Mm. Society will not accept them as anything but rubbish." Yes. Well, okay. There's the Catholic faith, right? There's, you know, not believing so long ago, and that's really how I lived my life for the next 30 years. So I became a teacher mm-hmm. and a principal. Mm, wow. And uh, two years before I retired, I was at the funeral of someone who had taken their life. Uh, he was very prominent in the community and someone that I was very close to and his suicide really had an effect on me um, it really changed my life in many many ways and that's really uh, well at the funeral I saw an image um, above the casket and heard the words in my mind I didn't know I could cause so much pain I didn't know I could cause so much pain. Wow. And this was someone who had taken his life. And I'm thinking uh, it was like a fog appeared above the casket. It sounds so uh, Hollywood style. Right. But when you're experiencing it, it's scary. I, my mind went numb, chills took over my body. And I'm thinking, what? happening this is totally against my religion he's supposed to be in hell not communicating with me uh-huh. and sandra that sent me the more i thought about it sent me on my quest for learning a quest for turning my religion and my beliefs upside down and i knew i felt in my heart those words were sincere yes and i felt in my heart that his 
good works, the way he cared for people and children could not be dismissed with his one decision that he had, he took his life because he had uh, challenges that were really hard to bear at that time. Sure. Sure. It can't be an easy uh, thing to make that decision. Uh, And I would think people would have to be in an incredible amount of pain. So I don't judge and I just have compassion. And anyways, I'm interested to see what else you you say on this. So from there, go ahead. I can, I continued, uh, I guess I really kind of wanted to examine what I, why I could hear these words. Mm -hmm. And um, when spirit opens the door for you to go through, they throw the doors wide open. If you recognize that there's a path you're going to take. This was not the path I was going to take after retirement. I was looking forward to retirement after 30 years in education. So this is all after retirement this is starting for you. This, yeah, this, the suicide started two years before I retired. And then my mind started and it was kind of like things started happening in those two years. After retirement is when the doors and I was able to attend workshops and uh, a dream I had said angel therapy, angel therapy, Mm -hmm. said it three times till I wrote it down. And that angel therapy, when I looked it up, I realized that, um, during virtue. Yes. And her son. Had teaching the, yes. And I didn't know. Oh, I knew about Doreen Virtue. I, to be honest, I really didn't care for her because I thought she was too commercialized. <laughs> uh, Doreen, if you're so listening, this is what Maureen thinks. <laughs> yeah, but it changed. That's right. Hey, you know, call him as the you see him. No problem. With that, uh, Charles Virtue was going to be uh, giving a class on mediumship in two weeks, not very far from where I live, down in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. maybe an hour drive. Mm-hmm. And Sandra, I'm going, okay, I need to find out some information. And that's really what started me, understanding what the word medium was, understanding what Claire's meant, the different way we receive messages, and that kind of started me on my path. Terrific. So as I received messages later, I received a message from the young guy that committed suicide that took his own life. Oh, okay. And uh, that changed, really did change my life, and I'm trying to find the exact words in front of me. I thought I had them. Did, did you, how like did you, read them to you experience it? Was it different than that fog that was above the casket kind of thing? I mean, did it come through clearer? Did you see him in your mind's eye? You know, how did you know it was him? Or you just knew? Uh, th- no, no, no. Thank you. Because through the classes I was now taking in meditation, Okay. Uh, or taking in uh, mediumship, I was learning how to meditate. I had never meditated. I prayed, but never meditated. Yeah, big difference. A, a big, big difference. Yeah. And uh, that's his, his channel came through. And it was the first channel, naturally, that I really had of this nature. And then from that channel, it just started to grow. Um, and I am looking for the channel. And I don't well, what right do you mean now. by channel? Are you talking about something that you tuned into or something that's coming through you? What do you mean? Okay, most of my channels, all my channels come through me. I really don't go out looking. I'm merely a reluctant type person to receive these channels. But I have to say, if spirit has something they want me to know about or see or hear, they, their words come through me. And it's usually in meditation. Many of my channels that I received, too, uh, the ones that were just impossible to understand why I received them, came through in about in the middle of the night or close to uh, dusk. Oh, uh, oh, excuse me, uh, as it started becoming lighter mm-hmm. in the morning. It's that time of sleep where it's uh, we kind of come. Uh, I know, aware. What, I know what you mean. Yeah, I come aware and then the, the ego's kind of quiet because we're sleepy, but yet we're awake and, and the mind is quiet. And so I think that's a great entryway um, 
their spirit to come in. And I have to say, spirit has worked with me. I never really, really question things. I'm kind of one of these uh, people that I do question when I didn't understand about how uh, Eddie may not have uh, gone to the light if he took his own life and that has changed i've learned a lot since then okay. i have to say they are definitely accepted by god even the catholic church in 19 in the 1980s recognized this and said there's a mental illness and they're accepted by god like anyone else i mean i had never heard that until four months ago oh uh, wow but, until four months ago uh, yeah oh, so this is, yeah i was and it was, and for the Catholics listening to this, I don't know how many of you uh, understand that the church now, they're not punishing these people who have taken their lives. So many of them are in a state of numbness. They don't recognize it. And that, those are the channels that I have received. And that's what I've heard from the other side. Oh, hallelujah to that, Maureen. Because I think I've even spoken to people who have lied about, say, their child's death too afraid of what people will think or the church thinks if they tell the truth that it was a suicide. And I I know for me, I've never hit that deep and dark a place, but I can tell you when my dad died, I was so depressed. Uh, you know, I had family dynamics, my siblings wrote me off, stuff like that. But I was in such a deep place that it hit me that I'm not going to take my life. But I actually could understand why someone who felt that bad, why mm-hmm. that would occur is a good idea. So I I just have compassion. If somebody's that, whether it's depression or mental illness or whatever it is, I mean, how could we possibly make somebody wrong who is in such deep pain like that? I, it, no. So I'm grateful to... Um, Catholic Church and you know most people I talk to in fact all the people I talk to nobody thinks there's punishment at all for uh, suicide the, the punishment um, there you know it isn't it isn't you're going to be received from what I understand yeah. now um, in God's you know in God's love but they still see and I did I let would you like me to read yes what please. Eddie said it's just short it's and it's one of the simplest ones I had. I'm glad so it was. He said it some of, through you, and you wrote he, down what he said. Through channel. Okay. And, and through meditation, this channel came through. Okay. And I'm in a deep, kind of deep meditation. And I think that's, you know, naturally, I think we have some trance in us. That's why we're attracted to trance classes. But uh, this, I received this five years. I thought it was less than that, but it was five years after. No, no, it was two years after his death. No, okay. five years, that's right. It was five years after his death. And what I heard, and I am, I have to say before I start this or any of my other uh, 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 talking about uh, the channels, I do write, I can write and get my mind out of the way. It's a gift I have, uh, and it, it has been very useful in writing the books and the channels that I've received. Mm-hmm. So with this, here are the words. Uh, teach others as you have taught me. Model, love, and listen. Their heart will respond. They yearn for answers. There are none. Only a fear that grips the soul and shatters the life. And Sander, he's going to talk about how he felt before. Okay. Uh, I cannot see anymore but the darkness of fear and pity. The darkness in the pit of our belly becomes a ruler as all of our emotions and thoughts reside in this darkness. Only when we leave this plane do we see the light and love left behind. The mind yells out in pain for what we see in the ones left to pick up the pieces. Their cries pierce our souls a thousand times more than the pain we thought we knew. Wow. Their tears are lessons to be learned and reviewed. Help wipe the pain from their hearts and the tears from their cheeks. Tell them I love them more than they can imagine and I'm sorry. Let them know I am okay and always around. 
I didn't mean to cause so much pain and sorrow. It belongs to me, not to them. They did nothing wrong. Fear distorts all rationalization. Carry the lantern of light into the hearts of those I hurt. Help the light of the lantern bring the beginning of hope and peace in their hearts. I learned so much. Sure. That's beautiful, by the way. I'm reading what he said. Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted. Uh, Go ahead. No, go. um, You know, when, how, there's where their pain comes in. People go, they're not going to be punished for taking their lives. They get to see the pain they left behind. And can you imagine, Sandra, when we accidentally hurt someone, how we feel? Let alone watch that pain, that pain that how we may have hurt someone over and over and over again till they can learn to forgive us. Well, these are how these souls feel as they watch the pain they left behind. Sure, they're in a place of love now. They're in a place of peace. But when we learn to forgive, it helps them with their lessons to move on. And that's my belief. It's really beautiful what he said, and, and I, it, it makes sense. And, um, you know, I, I often hear that we have a life review when we go and, you know, there's not anybody judging us saying, heaven for you, hell for you. You know, it's none of that. <laughs> um, but, but it's that we judge ourselves and to, to actually see the impact we've had on other people. Like you said at the beginning, I didn't know I could cause so much pain. Yes, yes, yes. So although you yes. might escape this life, you don't escape because I, you know, I, boy, I know when people I love are hurting, I can feel their pain. I mean, it hurts me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It's our actions. We don't, and people in this state don't realize it. Mm. Wow. I had, it was interesting because after I downloaded this one, it was only two weeks later I received another one that was profound. Really? It was absolutely profound. It's sort of long, but I can tell you, instead of reading the whole okay. thing to you, I'll tell you uh, really what was said in there. Okay. Uh, I mean, the, 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 uh, and it was, it was two weeks afterwards. And this was called the Sea of Light. And again, it was channeled through, this one was channeled through me in the early morning hours when I was partially asleep. And let me read what I wrote about it at the beginning. Uh, something had triggered some alertness to make me reach for my pen and notebook that I usually record dreams and meditations. It wasn't until days later, after recording another meditation, that I had noticed this particular meditation or this particular download called the Sea of Light. And it was after reading it several times that chills really covered my body as a kind of a realization was unveiled about the meaning of the download. I was reading a channel from a collective of souls. And uh, one voice emerged and gave a profound look into the minds of people before they take their own lives. The words convey a depth, a depth of uh, feelings that very few writers today could possibly accomplish. The words could not have been made up. And I think that's why it was so uh, strong. And to forget about what had happened, uh, that I had downloaded it, was another one amazing. I, how spirit could give me this information and then let me go to sleep, I'm not too sure. But some of the message, some of the perceptions through this, the words, uh, some of the concepts that they conveyed, that the journey is never planned. As a mind is overshadowed with fears and hopelessness, loved ones drift further and further from thoughts. And it's a personal journey. This uh, hope begins to fade as fears and hopelessness controls the mind. 
loneliness, and vulnerability brings deep, deep numbness. The thought of loved ones bring a strong ache of hopelessness while trying to hang on to the slippery edge of defeat. Hope is lost, and in their minds, nothing is real anymore. Wow. I'm sorry, is what is stated. Uh, this was this was just pulling concepts out of it. Um, maybe another, because it is kind of long. It is very deep, uh, the channel. But those are the main concepts in it. And it's in the sea of life, which the, the authors, the spirit authors, equated this channel to what it's like to be lost at sea oh. and how they float aimlessly and helplessly. And in the channel, it also talks about sharks circling underneath as they're floating further and further from reality. These sharks represent their fears. So the, to be able to read something that a collective of souls and then when one soul emerged and described in a very poetic and deep, profound words what it's like to lose that grip on reality, it's very, very profound. Well, and uh -huh. there's for me, all that's surfacing now is compassion because... Uh, a healthy mind can't understand how somebody can take their own life. And to yeah. hear a description of the hopelessness, the numbness, the feeling of defeat, nothing being real, the loved ones getting farther from the mind, and to get it, I mean, to me, that's all that surfacing is compassion, that if it's, like, wow, I mean, what a horrific mind to live in that seems like there's only one escape from it. I think this is these what I've shared with you so far is what has driven my life for the last five years. Uh, you know, I'd read this and keep it to myself and then going to Arthur Family College, the wisdom or what we channel, can we keep it to ourselves? All my channels and everything that I've written about the six areas are things that I've had to experience. Life isn't easy for any of us. No. And as we go through life, uh, I see, I hear channels of how life was hard. These spirits, I call them my stars, which maybe some people and within my family don't understand, but these people that have come forward to share their pain, to share their story, to keep others from going through this same pain or to have uh, understanding of how to live life. To me, they're stars. Uh, I appreciate these souls that came through to make us aware of how we can live our life differently on earth. Yeah. And is, isn't that what we're all doing? Everyone listening to you, everyone in your Facebook page, we all have messages to share. Oh, yes, we do. And I tell you, it's out of the... <clears throat> The deepest, darkest, worst times, I think, even for myself, that I've learned the most. And as, as much as people may enjoy these shows and my book and things, none of it would have happened had I not hit that horrible level of despair that I never thought I could come back from. Yes. But to yes. not only come back, but to learn, and it kind of ignited this flame of having to do this research on life after death and of grief. And then what was natural was I've got to share this. So I don't think there's any easy way through life. <laughs> I, don't th I don't think that's the point of it. I don't. Um, wow. What are these six areas that you talked about? You say whatever you're going to say, but uh, I don't want to interrupt you. No, the six areas. And as, and they consist of all the channeled information. And I have to say, four of the channels, and I guess it's the only thing that really kept me that I had to really share it because I'm really 
kind of shy and I would prefer just to keep my information to myself and stay in the closet with all of it. Not going to happen anymore, kids. sister. <laughs> well, I guess not. Because, no, no, it's too late now. Oh, uh, my um, kids don't really know this. No. Not too many of my, none of my friends know it, maybe my family, my uh, kids. Well, in a way, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. It's not going to stay in there. But the message, thanks to you, thanks to your show, gave me the courage to come forward. And if you didn't say, yeah, Arthur Finley, can I interview you? My first thought was, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, okay, Maureen, the spirits told you that you had to open your mouth and start sharing and start talking. They gave you too much information. Right. So I thank you, Sandra, for yeah. helping me to open my mouth. Do you know what? I mean, I'm being guided as much as you are because there are so many times that I, like, it would be so much easier to not say anything and not do anything and just kind of hide out. <laughs> but when I realize that there are people not committing suicide because of their show, there are people that are helped through grief. There are people that are learning to communicate with their loved ones. There's so much. And who is little old me that would rather sit in the corner eating ice cream, right? No. <laughs> but, but you know, it's like I feel that the passion, the, um, the drive, whatever this thing is that we have is what, is fueling us so us with our personalities like you know my mother doesn't know 99 percent of the stuff i do and i'm petrified she's gonna hear one of these shows and say oh my gosh you know but you know that's fine you know i don't push anything on anybody but i, I get to fear i really do you know of coming out of the closet but i got i've got to share you've got to share and let the chips fall where they may because there's more people that are being impacted in a good way and um you know, we have to trust, you know, even our faith. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> the, the six areas that the channels cover, mm -hmm. and again, I feel the channels came through, the people coming through to me. I didn't go out to say, come in and give me information. They channeled me through meditation or woke me up. Or mm -hmm. got this information to me. And every one of these six areas are things that I've had to struggle with while writing this book and uh, getting the courage to come forward. So uh, the six areas, as there, it's, to me, it's like a roadmap or a, a, a sheet, sheet on how to live life. Okay. And they, they see, to me, the spirits, saw the mistakes we were making. We're repeating the same mistakes these spirits made. And not all of them took their own life. Or um, some of them just had messages of love and hope and reassurance to give, too, that were channeled. But the six areas include, and the, it's to, the number one is to recognize and appreciate our uniqueness and that of others. This is so hard. Because we don't appreciate who we are. No. We don't appreciate our value. And I think that, for me, it's going to be a lifelong lesson. But they talk about examples, uh, and it, the stories are in the book. The second area, forgiveness. Yeah. The great healer. I had to forgive my mother. And when I forgave my mother four years ago, totally forgave her. Everything opened up to me. All, the, I mean, it's just, it just expanded. But this was, so I thought all this information was for me to forgive. And then I go, no, I need to tell other people. Yes. have an issue. Yeah. The third one is to avoid the seduction of our shadows. What does that mean? And that means we all have shadows. We all would prefer, you know, for instance, I enjoyed having a drink when I was in pain. Yes. That was my shadow. That's how I avoided the light. It kept me from the light, even though I did my job. I wasn't, a, but that, in that, I learned how to forgive my mother, too. And that's, you know, some experiences that I had to go through. Well, the seduction of shadows, anything that keeps us from the light, anything that keeps us from valuing ourselves, 
as a shadow. Hmm, like bad habits, anger, exactly. making people Jealousy. wrong, being a victim, mm-hmm. all that sort exactly. of stuff. Okay. And that, they're easy to hide behind. Oh, it's so much easier to make take- somebody else wrong than it is to, you know, say, know. It's, yes. you know, we're responsible. It's so much easier. Well, yeah, it's- same thing with forgiveness. We yeah. blame the other person. It's not our responsibility. Right. It's not our fault. Mm-hmm. The next one um, is, this was interesting because the spirits talk about the power of meditation and prayer and the spiritual growth of the soul. And there's actually words throughout all this, many of the channels that talk about to pray from the heart. We don't know about this world until, or understand it, or understand the beauty of it until we leave it. Wow. But when we go in and ask in prayer, do we stop to listen? And when we receive the answers, do we trust it or say, oh, I want another answer? Mm-hmm. And they talk about this within, the ch- not a lot, but enough. I mean, I was amazed to see this come out in the channels. Another one is what we kind of talked about, and it's one only one really ch- uh, chapter about the messages from souls who left too soon, and what I read earlier or talked about earlier would be in this chapter, and it's for ones who not only took their own life, but also slowly taking their life through alcohol and drugs. Okay. And uh, that's, that chapter is kind of in there and the last one summarizes everything and it's the time to let go to heal and to move forward is now the spirits continually have channeled we need to enjoy this life move forward let the healing behind and we've all heard to live in the now it's not easy no it's not (laughs) but this is what they're telling us they can't do it anymore. They can only guide us. And that's what this book is about. That's what these channels are about. Wow. Well, where is your book? How? When can we get our hands on that? <laughs> I'm still in the process of putting all that. Well, I've had, I also, that uh, kept me faithful to what I'm doing. I channeled, or four people in the entertainment field channeled through me. Really? And you will recognize I left the channel completely as I heard it when they talk about how they couldn't forgive and let go or how the shadows of even one of their movies mm-hmm. completely took over their life. But um, I've had to change the names. Sure. I left the, the names. I wasn't going to, but I need to for the protection of the family. Of course. And um, the book, I wanted to get in a lot of hands. So, but I left the channel exact. I did not change one word in any of the channels. I researched every channel, and these are people, one, I didn't care for, two, I didn't know, yet they were during my, uh, not my teenage and 20s. They were singers, but... uh, I was too busy raising a family and going to school, mm-hmm. so I didn't know who they were. So I had to take these channels, and come, I'd look through the Internet, and I had validated every word of their channels. And that's what you'll see in the book with the names changed. Someone reading the channel, reading the evidence, more than likely will pick up who they are, but I'm not saying right. it's going to be in your imagination. Yeah, what their fine. message, the bottom line. Their message is important for all of us. Are they each spoken, Maureen, through their different personalities and the way they yes. would have spoken? So this couldn't have been something uh, that just... It, it, so many people think, and I, I get it because I've thought this too, when people yes. channels, it's just their own subconscious mind. But I, I would find it a real hard time believing, you know, so, I mean, because I've, I've written some stuff myself and there's words that I've had to look up in the dictionary that are not in my vocabulary that I've written and phrases. And I thought, this isn't me writing. So I'm, this, now I, I can give you a summary of one of them. And because yes, won't please. Say, okay. And this is just a summary and it's a few sentences pulled from it. And uh, it is a he, 
and it was a singer, okay? And he says, the bottom gets deeper, can't climb out. Lost dreams, the sadness eats from within. Visions of yesterday fade, drink some more. The bottle of hidden peace and surrender. The disease of pain destroys, can't hide anymore. Mishaps, mistaken vanity takes over. Sadness around the corner. Whistles fade, lost dreams, love and the blues. The light is greater than the darkness, but only thrives in the darkness of the mind. The rain come, came down and won. I'm sorry, just I'm sorry. Lost identity destroys the soul. And this particular person, although he was famous, never found peace within himself according to his channel and according to what I researched. And he preferred to uh, the drinks and uh, lost identity. But there's a lot more in the channel that uh, there is a couple of things in it that if you did research, you'd be able to see or could maybe guess who it is. Also, after this, not only did I research it, I, if a spirit can give me this, their channels, and they better be able to validate it. And I asked for three validations from these spirits in my life that, I mean, in my present life, that I would be able to say that is validation from this spirit, that it's true. And that's what I received. And that's also what I'm writing about. That's fantastic. It's well, in the book. I will give you any help you need in getting these words out to people. Um, I never thought I could write a book. Didn't think I was smart enough, right? And then people showed up in my life that all I had to do was write like I was talking to another person, and I do that all the time. And next thing you know, four years later, I've got a best-selling book. So um, your words, even just what you've shared or the channeled words, I mean, they make me very sad, but it also helps to give me the frame of mind of people. And even people walking around might have a smile on their face, but they could be living this inside right now. Uh, One of the, one of the celebrities that he talked about that sadness that he experienced, even though he was a celebrity and his words were see me, hear me, make me feel important. And, you know, we all want to be accepted. Everyone wants to be accepted. And uh, this, that's why this particular celebrity came back, and he said the importance of it. Even in his childhood, he had to act in order in order to be accepted by his mother. Wow! So yes, Sandra, people do. We don't understand the pain others go through. We, it's not our shoe. We don't have that. You know, we have each our own journey, but we can become aware. We can help. So these folks that are coming through you, I want to, I hate this expression, but they're in a better place, so to speak, but now they're coming back to share, to help inspire other people, to educate, right? Exactly. Okay. They're, they're, they do not, they see us make it to their life review. They're seeing what the same mistakes that they made, I feel, is why they're coming through. Yeah. And they don't, they're giving us a roadmap. And for them to take, uh, like, it's especially the four, those, you know, when I'm reading this and I'm going through my own, uh, you know, my own little trials and learning to be better and learning about life, and I'm keeping this to myself, and I'm going, why would these four celebrities come through me to keep to myself? Right. And I have to get over that selfishness and realize, hey, I'm not special. I better be out there opening my mouth and mm-hmm. sharing. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody who wants to listen. Always. I want to ask you, just because I know time's going by quick, because uh, I, you know, I did a little visiting of your website. In your book, Wisdom from the Afterlife, you say two questions are explored. What is the purpose of this life and what struggles or challenges are worth the fight? Um, yes. Sometimes it's really hard to get 
that there's a purpose of this life, uh, especially with all the pain and things. What is there a, I hate to say a simple way you can sum that up for us and, you know, a couple I minutes, but that, what do you think? Yeah, I, the main thing, and that's what I'm hearing from the channels. You know, the purpose of this life is to enjoy this life, to learn, to grow, and okay. not be afraid of it, to be able to go within and share. And it came out through many cha- channels, which I didn't know the words of four years ago, three years ago. We are all one. And when we realize that and when we bring heaven and earth into our heart and we live from our heart, we connect to the souls on the other side. We connect to every person here. And that is, will be written in what one of the celebrities talk about, too. So that's the purpose of life is to live from the heart and to get over our ego and to get the mind out of the way. Oh, that's not easy. <laughs> Life easy. <laughs> Maureen, it's so funny because I can't really tell how many people listen, right? I have no idea. I sit in my house and I record these and put them out in the cyber world. And, you know, all of a sudden one day there's a place that I can show how many downloads just on like iTunes. And it said 3,000. I'm like, 3,000? 3,000? You're like, no, it's going to be wrong. And then it was just maybe a week and a half ago that I opened up this um, Facebook group, We Don't Die Listeners. Just thought, you know what? I need people to talk to that speak the same language. Anybody, anybody, you know, and now we have almost 400 people in a week and a half. Oh, people are listening. We have no idea the impact being truthful, being somebody who's, gosh, been on the, how do I say this? The raw end of the deal, the person that suffered and, and has, um, come through it. Uh, you know, like these words matter because, there's always somebody who's at one part of that journey. And I tell you, if you can shed a, some light on something or you can share an experience and somebody doesn't have to um, yes. go through it to learn, and they can learn by your example. I mean, it's it's so important. Hey, what? back to this question. What are struggles or challenges that are worth the fight? What struggles or challenges are worth the fight? I think that's why the six concepts. Okay. Yep. And the book. We don't forgive. You know, we're struggling with ourselves. We're not forgiving ourselves. We don't think we're unique. You know, let's, let's go within. And, uh, and so it's mainly that those six concepts that you learn that, you know, some struggles are not important to keep, you know, to keep, not to meditate or not to go within and listen or to not trust yourself. But that's, but again, Sandra, you talked about your people I think I shared with you before we were on the air. Last night I was in a mediumship group. And again, if my family's listening to this, yes, family, I go to mediumship groups on Sunday <laughs> evening after <laughs> church. After <laughs> church, know. yeah. After church, you know, get that in first. But, um, I feel the spirits come faster that way. But that's just my little, but, uh, now I got off the subject. <laughs> that got me off because I think my kids may listen to this. Um, what was I going to? What was I going to say? Andrew, please refresh my mind. Oh, isn't that funny? Uh, you saying you were saying what you said at the beginning of the show before we aired it. Oh yes, I in my mediumship group, we uh, the teacher or the uh, leader. He goes to England to study at Arthur Finlay. He goes to Scotland. So he, he in fact, he's going now. Uh, or in the next couple of days, but I had to share with him uh, your your website and your Facebook. And in the middle, just before we got started in the mediumship uh, meditation, he looked at me and said, thank you, Maureen. I listened to every word. Of, I guess there's a couple of episodes that I sent him. We have so many people that need this food that you're providing for our soul and our courage and our strength. And Sandra, thank you. Oh, thank you for that. I'm just, I'm just the messenger. You know, I, I, I'm as humble as can be. I, like I said, I sit here and call people that I'm, I want to hear their story and it takes two seconds just to air it into cyber world. And, um, I'm just the middleman and I have no problem being used this way because, and this is something I encourage everybody, you know, if there's one of these subjects that we talk about in one of these episodes and you get this little, 
little light that's like, ooh, a little spark of interest. Ooh, follow it. Because what it does is it gives you life. The more difference we can make for other people. Plus, you know, I've met a whole bunch of new friends, which is great. But the more difference, I mean, that's that's what fuels me. That's and, and I have a better day. I can't record one of these shows and then go on to be a victim or have a little pity party mm-hmm. for Sandra. I, I can't, you know. So, I mean, it, it helps me just as much as um, it, it helps everybody. It really does. Maureen, I, just in the last few minutes that we have here, uh, I want to talk just a little bit about um, trans mediumship because um, – at the very end, you know, there were, I don't even know how many of us, 12 of us sitting in the group at Arthur Finley, yeah. something like that. And um, only if we wanted to, we were each given the opportunity to do some of this trance speaking. And I hadn't worked with you uh, really, and I don't think I did in, in the days that we were there because we got to do one-on-one partnering and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And at the end, of course, you you can't witness how you're doing it because you're actually in that meditative state and somebody's speaking through you. But I was absolutely blown away by whatever the, whoever the being or beings were that were speaking through you um, about, you know, responsibility and forgiveness. And it just, I thought, holy cow cow was not the word I used I and there was so much just conviction and inspiration and passion and purpose about how to live here on planet earth I'm like this is not Maureen speaking this is not I mean I've met you enough to know that and no not not in a bad way because you're pretty inspirational yourself but to see the power of the spirit working through and coming through your mouth I thought this is good stuff. I want more of this. I want people to know that this is possible. Nobody, uh, nobody invades your privacy. It's not like you're taking o- taken over by a being. It's it's just you're actually. How did she explain it to us, our tutor? Our energy actually moves into their dimension and, and merges something like yeah, that, they, right? They, they kind of blend with us. To me, I we just get out of the way, right? And they they come in and take over. We don't remember, unfortunately, what yeah. we say. But it's not in a scary way. It's all love. It's it's inspiration. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then when we're actually sitting in our shoes, because I remember when I did it, I thought, well, I kind of remember some stuff. And then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, and you said this, you said this. I'm like, I did? Oh, so regal. Uh, all I can say, you were so strong. I watched you and so loving. And it was just like it was flowing pl- through beautifully. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. It was just, it was, it just continued. There was, it was just a softness, but a, a regal person, a one that person that just had so much confidence that you blended with. You have it, but not like you, you, you know, we're both kind of shy in a way and for you to come out, but the person, and I think that's what you're showing to all of us in your everyday life is you're coming out and you're showing your strength, Sandra. Mm. And every, to me, so often, Maureen, I get the notepad out and I just say, okay, whatever words show up in my mind, I write them. And there's some really tremendous words of inspiration that, mm. I didn't what? purposely think about or see what rhymes with what. I just write the words that come in. And I want to tell everybody listening that that is available to you. And when you start and you start feeling uh, maybe this loving presence or all of a sudden if you hear words that and you write them down and, and you start realizing that there is a, a mighty power of beings in this unseen world around us that are supporting you and cheering you on in this journey and they're there they're here to help but in our busy mind they they can't they can't get through you know they're quiet when our mind is loud and when our mind is quiet they can be loud and there's it's it's like building a muscle to to quiet our mind i stole that from somebody else but anyways um (laughs) (laughs) from scott milligan anyways um but to to uh to know that 
it's not just like a magic wand comes and poof, you're going to start channeling inspiration and all this. I mean, it really takes a practice of um, like training a muscle, quieting your mind, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And not easy. Well, Maureen, any closing words or anything you want to share that you didn't share? Or maybe I should have asked you and I didn't because we need to wrap things up looking at the clock right now. No, I just appreciate the opportunity. And for all your listeners, from the messages I receive, enjoy life. Live now. Uh, just enjoy life. And we have to go within and value who we are as people. Yeah. Enjoy life. Live now. I'm writing that down. Okay. We'll say that at the end. Okay, so we're going to close out this episode. We're going to tell you, first of all, uh, our guest today is Maureen Angelini. And you can, first of all, if you go to wedontdieradio.com, all of these episodes are listed. And you can easily click on maybe the link for YouTube. And under each YouTube description, I've got links to everybody. So um, feel free, Maureen, MaureenAngelini.com is Maureen. So Maureen, first of all, thank you for being here. Right? First interview? Oh, yes. First Thank interview. You, Sandra. You made for through. Bringing me out of yeah, the yeah, yeah. She was nervous. And I said, don't be. It's just you and I talking and people eavesdrop another time. And for our <laughs> listener, feel free to, like I said, go to wedontdieradio.com. But also, if you want to click on the Insiders Club, I have a free copy of my book, We Don't Die, and also a great a audio called How to Survive Grief to Listen to. Really empowering and will make a difference. Um, and let's see, uh, September 15th through 17th, I am speaking at that Afterlife Symposium. It's a really big deal. It's going to be 500 people, like-minded people. You're going to meet some of the best friends for life. And go to afterlifestudies.org to register. And then if you're on Facebook, type in We Don't Die Listeners and love for you to get involved and be part of the group. I'm in there actively chatting as well. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain. I've been your host on We Don't Die Radio, and I do believe that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important. Like Maureen said, enjoy life, live now. So I really want to thank you for listening and embrace the beautiful soul that you are. You are one of a kind. There's only one of you that ever will be in this universe. So embrace that that you are okay so thank you for listening and we'll see you soon Mm